Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Of course. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. This is what I say to my wife all the time when she looks at me after whatever I've said. And she says, you're a terrible person. Well, you married me. (laughs) I I know I'm a terrible person, but you chose to spend the rest of your life with me. Mm -hmm. I am terrible talking about smeary logs, but you people are listening to me right now. So what's that say about you? Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want a sack? The guy is drunk! Quebec! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! It's a football Friday, but we're not calling it a football Friday. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big show today. Degenerate T-Bone, he'll lose you some money coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. That's right. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. We have NFL Network on the TV on here. And they just... Uh, put on a game, Cowboys and 49ers. I think this is from 1981. Yeah, I'm guessing this is the Dwight Clark, yeah. the catch game. And, you know, they're at Candlestick, which... Look, man, I'm sure Candlestick was a piece of crap. But I regret not getting there because I mourn these pieces of crap now that are gone. On the broadcast for this game, you know, sometimes I forget that he, he did it all once upon a time. Vin Scully. Yeah. And sometimes I forget that Vin Scully is still alive. He is. That's right. He's he just, on social media. He just retired. That's all he did. Well, yeah. I think it was like three years ago now. Four, three, no, four years no, ago. No, I'm saying all he did was retire. He didn't die. That's right. why he's not on the air. He just retired. So it's, I'll tell you this, man. I've been getting excited about it the last, I don't know, 48 hours or so, seeing all of the different Videos that are being put out there reminiscing about this series. Cowboys get a lot of love when it's not deserved. And I, you and I both have pointed that out well, and we been annoyed by it. understand why, though. Because, look, man, even six-win Cowboy team pulls a number on national television. So I understand why they constantly put the Cowboys on national TV windows. Right. But this game, Niners-Cowboys... The history to that game. Oh, yeah, man. It should be a hell of a football game, too. Yeah. Independent of all that. I'm saying, yeah, it'll be a hell of a football game. It's a nice matchup from just who, regardless of who the team two teams are. But those two logos going head-to-head from an aesthetic standpoint, I am really excited to watch this game just to see the old-school matchup. It's been, I think, since 94 that they've met in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's as... Almost 30 years in the making, getting back to one of these games. And and obviously that game, I believe, was an NFC championship game. This obviously being in the wild card round a little different. But yeah, I'm thrilled for it. I know there's a new generation of fans that doesn't have the memories of that that maybe you and I do. But yeah, that was those were some of the, the games I can remember most vividly from my childhood. So many things I love about this game. And it just started. Candlestick, uh, you know, neck roll guys. That we have here, big pads, 
single bar face mask guy. A punter who looks like he was actually a plumber in real life, and they just <laughs> exactly stuck a helmet right. and like, get out there and kick it. You know, Danny White is a starting quarterback for the Cowboys. His completion percentage was 56% for the season. <laughs> that would happen today. They would just yep. kill the guy right after the game. Right. They yank you out instantly. I love this. Tom Landry on the sideline wearing the hat. Ronnie Lott for the Niners. Getting his finger chopped off to play. Sure. I think he still has his finger here. Yeah, yeah, it probably does. I'm just saying. This that is was, pre-amputation. Which if those don't, who I don't know how you don't know that story, but if you don't, he was told, look, your finger is really bad. You can either like not play and get surgery so we can get it fixed. Not permanently not play, just get surgery and get it fixed, or we can surgically remove it and you can play next week. And he goes, surgically remove it. I want to play. It is... All I want to do right now is just, as I'm watching this game, just say, look at that guy. But I know that's not for good radio, all right? But anyway, look at that guy. The pads on these guys, man. Teddy, do you remember watching this game as a kid, or was this a little bit too early for you? No, I have uh, you know some vague memories of the game. I was still young at the time, but um, I just remember being heartbroken at the end of the game. Of course. And, uh, Dwight Clark, I always hated him. Yes. Beautiful. I, I even though he has passed, and well, we, yeah, R.I.P. Right, Dwight Clark, yeah, right. he's, he's, you'd yeah. be pissing on his grave right now. <laughs> no, if you no, could. no, no. You know what else I I've forgotten about from like the eighties and then even the nineties? They still had this the like nose the nose tackle or the like defensive lineman in general who would have seventeen bars on their face mask. Yes, like it was. It was as if they were trying to see if they could make it out of solid steel. And they said, you have to have some holes in I'm there. I'm telling you, man, look at the size of those pads. I've always said this. If they're really concerned with injuries in the game of football, I mean, certainly the rules were different here in 1981 when they were playing this game. But if they truly want to cut down on the amount of injuries they have in football, you would bring pads like this back and slow guys down so they're not as nimble out there. Yeah. Well, you know, there's so many things I'm remembering about this game, too, which is bold choice by the Cowboys back in the day. I know it was pre this game, but when they came into the league, it was a bold choice by them to go with pants that, yes, were technically silver, but really they were like a teal blue, you know, and they, they've kind of still have a little of that hint to them. Even now they've gotten shiny and sparkly. I'm just well, saying they still wear the the blue pants. Yeah, I know, but they're like a they're a very light here they're more of like a flat teal as opposed to the shimmery that they've now made. Well, they turned that in like the 90s well, I think. Well, they may be shimmery here, but this is low well, def. Low fair. def from 1981. What are we looking at? All I'm saying is I feel like if the Cowboys came into the league now, the temptation would be let's make those pants look like they're denim. It's like no 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 no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go full on cowboy. Just this is nice. This is a very great look that the Cowboys have always had. You know what the secret? People always ask me, I've been in this business for a long time, what's the secret to radio success? The answer is watch TV for the first eight minutes of it. your show and talk about it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's the key to success. Uh, jackets beat the crap out of the Hurricanes last night. I have no idea it. where that came from. Well, you know where it came from? I know exactly where it came from. This is an NHL team. And that's where I think it's interesting when some Jackets fans, and I don't blame you if you saw this last night and you're like, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. This team, that's who we are. Hold on. This team is an NHL team. They are capable of on any given night going out and destroying anyone else in the league. That's the nature of hockey, basketball, 
Major League Baseball, they play a billion games. You're going to have a few where you're up, the other team's not, and you've got pros, and they played. Jackets played a fantastic game last night. Yes, they, they were did. flying around. And Carolina played like the Jackets. They did. They were Carolina, sleeping. In the neutral zone, Carolina reminded me a lot of what we've seen from the Jackets, where they're just futzing around. Mm, oh, do futzing. I got the puck? Do I have it? Do I not? Maybe I'll pass it off to, oh, hey, where'd you come from? And then all of a sudden, Chinikov's just in. Alone, making them pay. Love it. That was great, Mike. But here's what I want to see from the Blue Jackets. I know you're not going to beat the Canes 6 nothing every game, but if you brought that energy every single night, I bet you're not 17-17-1. I bet you're a little better than that. Don't you think? Yes. Okay. You're definitely not as bad as you've been the last few weeks. That's also the case. Now, Having Merzlikens back there. Well, I was going to say, it was an avalanche in that third period. He was he was phenomenal. Elvis was great, and that's why you were in the spot in the third period to score a million goals in seven seconds. Yeah, but having him be able to hold it up for you until you got there, excellent. Great play by him. He was the, the first star, and rightfully so. But I, I'm just, for the Jackets fans to say, yeah, this is who we really are. I won't know that until they start putting this together against bad teams night in, night out. We need to see, not again, 6 nothing performances. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying the level of... I call for 6 nothing every night. Okay. <laughs> 6 nothing well, every fine. night. Well, fine. Me too. The level of give-a-crap we saw last night was wonderful. It was also jarring, but it was wonderful. Yeah, that's why you and I were pissed off when we read after the Blackhawks game. Boone Jenner come out and say, yeah, we need to play harder. We're not huh? playing very hard. Right. I thought that's the one thing you can control. Of all the other it things, is. you can't. You can't control injuries. You can't control some... Bad bounces. You can control how hard you play. And they finally played like that last night. Next up in Florida tomorrow night, Zach Wierenski selected as an all-star. So good for him. Vorchek is on the last man in ballot that I guess you can go vote for. Uh, Buckeye Hoops lose to the Badgers last night. Three-point shot was not working. They were not moving the ball around. And, you know, late in that game, look, you could have... The way that game was going, even though it was a six-point game at times, an eight-point game... And anything can happen. It didn't seem like the Buckeyes were poised to come back and win that basketball game. There was one there was one possession. I think it was maybe four minutes left, five minutes left. Buckeyes played good defense and you know, Wisconsin missed a big shot, big rebound, you're coming the other way. I want to say it was a six point game at this time. Justin Arns has the ball, and then his pocket is picked, and that's bad enough that you turn the basketball over. But then you foul whoever the hell was shooting the ball, and it was an and one. You and I were talking about this before the game. Buckeyes seem to lead the world in pivotal and ones against them. Yeah, they really do. And especially in games where they're trying to turn the momentum, and then they somehow end up giving up plays like that. Well, that was it. You go down and score on that play, all of a sudden I turn into a believer. Of course. As badly as they play, that they can come back and win that game. Yeah. And and you saw it again with EJ where he had to be subbed out late in that game because he had just real quick got a couple bad fouls yeah. and has to come back out of the game. I know that sometimes they the referees are a little quick with the whistle and it's they're very inconsistent at college basketball. I understand that, but the other part of that is as a college basketball player, you have to learn and adjust to that. And I, I felt like EJ does have that that tendency sometimes to get in a bad position and then at the last second decide to go, oh, wait, no, I'm not going to foul. But you're already there. The guy's already making contact with you. And then 
And, and, and other players do this too. It's not just him, but he seems to be one of the ones that gets that the most where he just draws a foul that is a light foul, but he's committed 99% of the way to making the foul. And at the last second, he goes, actually, I'm going to pull out of this and not foul you. But it's already too late. The ref's got the whistle in his mouth. Right. The player is making contact to show I'm getting fouled. And then that's how you're getting some of these and ones. If you're going to foul, I I would much rather see EJ Liddell or Zed Key or anyone else foul out of a game if they're going to foul out with fouls that make you say, oh my gosh, I hope that guy gets up. Like, I want to see at least two or three hard fouls in the Big Ten if that's what you're going to play. If you're going to be the guy who runs in there, then go ahead and foul. Don't, don't just have these little love taps that end up letting guys finish, and then you end up with a foul and you go back to the bench. Buckeyes hosting Penn State on Sunday. Big weekend of NFL action starts tomorrow. We'll get you ready coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from 670 eastbound at Neal Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns. And a disabled vehicle is causing some backups on I-70 eastbound at Mound Street. Police and ODOT crews are on scene. Please be careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Your local Staples has all the tools you need to start the year off strong. Right now, get 40% back on Staples Store bonus when you buy any two ink or toner cartridges. In-store only. Offer ends on the 15th. See staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Staples, the working and learning store. Only on array with fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling can i tell you a secret one of my joys in life is a good clean out once in a blue moon i will take it to the next level i have an air vent right over the toilet so when i know a wild ride is coming i'll turn down the ac a few minutes before it's go time and then when i sit down beautiful cold air greets me blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burn her house down. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinderer Motorsports on the fan. Yeah. Yeah. They paid extra for that today. Did they? I don't know. Okay. NFL playoffs starting tomorrow. Raiders at the Bengals tomorrow, 430. I was thinking about this game before the show, how I thought it was going to go. I was uh, listening to some comments from Joe Burrow. He sounds confident, does not sound nervous, although who the hell knows? Maybe he's got the squirts all week. First playoff action for him. The atmosphere, of course, will be different than even the most intense regular season game. Postseason is a different animal. We know what Joe Burrow's been doing, putting up ungodly numbers the last month or so. But if you look at the Raiders and their strength on defense, at least, their pass defense is their strength. They struggle against the run. Do you think the Bengals go out there and say, well, who cares? Our strength is a pass. We're going to try and pass. Or, you know, Joe Mixon is back and healthy this week. Do you think we'll get a nice dose of running the football from the Bengals tomorrow? I think if they're smart, they put the hand, they put the ball in the hands of their best player. So the way you have to do that is you have to throw it to Jamar Chase because he is their best player. Joe Burrow is, yes, obviously a great quarterback, and he is also phenomenal. But I, I don't think you can take those two as good as they are out of your game plan, or not out of it, but you know what I mean. I don't think you can say, 
let's let's sneak one by him and let's try to run the ball 35 times. I think, yes, I know there's going to be prob- possibility of some weather. I understand that could be making you a little itchy about this, but the reality is you have got to force the Raiders into mistakes because the Raiders are a team prone to making mistakes. They are one of the most penalized teams in the league, and I was just looking up to see who's actually calling this game this week. Do you know who it is? No. Jerome Boger. His crew gets the call. I think they've been out of playoff duty for the last couple of years, but they they were brought in for this game. That crew has thrown an average of 13 penalties per game, which is fairly high for a refereeing crew. So if the Raiders are a team that is prone to getting penalized and you are getting a penalty-happy, flag-happy officiating crew, it makes sense to me that if you come out early and put your foot down quickly and get seven points on the board, get another field goal and get 10-0 up on the Raiders, that's where they are going to shoot themselves in the foot. That's where they are going to have self-inflicted false start penalties. That's where you are going to then pull away in this game. But if the Raiders get out early, have some confidence, maybe some of that goes away. Uh, Atmosphere should be fantastic at Paul Brown Stadium. I am going Bengals 31 what? I thought you just said I am going. No, after I, talking about the stadium, I was no, like, I'm not breaking going. news. You're no, going. To a I am, you what know, happened? I'm not going anywhere. No, I didn't kidding? think so. That's Get why I was shocked. I almost passed out I'm when you said my that. house. Right. I didn't think you were. Bengals 31, Raiders 21. Yeah, I feel good about that. I, I, I have it as I think the Bengals are going to spoiler alert for a generative T bone. I think the Bengals are going to cover in this game, but I, I think it comes down to. As far as how big of the victory is it, I'm I'm thinking that comes down to how the first quarter goes. Because if the Bengals get out to, like I said, even just like a seven to ten point lead early, I think that sustains and they just they cruise to a victory then. If not, I think it's going to be something where in the fourth quarter they pull away a little bit more. But the line in this game is four and a half to five and a half. I I don't see the Bengals having a problem winning this game by a touchdown. But yeah, it, it there, the concern would be if you can't get anything going in the past game and then suddenly the running game isn't working either. That would that would not make a lot of sense given what we've seen of these two teams. But if that does happen, yeah, then then that's more of a struggle that I don't I don't anticipate happening. Two games tomorrow, Raiders and Bengals four thirty, Patriots and Bills tomorrow night at eight fifteen. These two teams split the games during the regular season. We saw that you know, weird game. Was that game in Buffalo or was that game in Foxborough where the Patriots oh, I, you know attempted two passes and won the Buffalo. game? That yeah. was in Buffalo, right? Because it yeah. was windy as hell and, you know, they weren't throwing the football. And so that was a weird game. I'm going to pick the Patriots to win this game. I think it goes a little differently, though. Obviously, the Patriots are not going to win this game by just completing two passes or attempting two passes. But I think that Patriot defense will frustrate Josh Allen. When Josh Allen gets frustrated, he tends to make mistakes. And we're going to see, you know, for all the hype that we've seen this year, you know, for for some people it was a political statement, although I can't understand why. You wanted to point to all the guys who were drafted in front of Mac Jones. Oh, right? It's like, oh, I can't believe <laughs> Mac Jones was the fifth quarterback off the board. All right, fine. He was still a first-round pick. I don't know what we're talking about. And he has been good at controlling the football this year. But we haven't really seen a lot of situations where Mac Jones wins you a game. And I think this is going to be a situation where the defenses play well 
And they're gonna have there's gonna have to be a couple throws from Mac Jones where you say, yes, that is a difference making throw. The question is, is he capable of doing it? Yeah, and and he's had trouble against man defense, where that's part of what the Bills did to slow him down in the past, is they they locked up a lot of his receivers. So I, I tend to go more with the experience of the Bills having not to say that the, the Patriots don't have some experienced guys. They obviously do, but Josh Allen has been in this situation now the last few weeks. He has been wildly inaccurate, so that's a problem if you're going to keep doing that for winning playoff games. But all, all, overall, I just think the Bills have a little more been there, done that. They have the home field advantage. And I I I have been a fan of Stefan Diggs for years, watching him play. The guy has already obviously had big moments, huge moments in the playoffs. I think he has another big game here. I think big as you can, given there it's going to be cold and it might be tough to throw the ball. I can see him coming up with a few big plays for the Bills down the stretch. But that's where I'm going to go is say the Bills get this done, even though I because think it'll Josh be a Allen game. takes Viagra, right? Get yes, that that's blood what flow I, going. We we're told that he needs to do that yeah. to get his circulation going and be all bricked up, ready for the game. I am going to take Patriots with the win here, seventeen sixteen, low scoring, close. I'll go uh, 24, I'll go like 24-17. I think that's what the Bills do. Sunday games, Eagles at the Bucks. Sunday at 1. There was supposed to be rain for this game. I mean, obviously, what Tom Brady has done this season has been ridiculous for anybody, let alone a 44-year-old, leading pretty much every single passing category. Attempts, yardage, everything. Buccaneers want to throw the football. So is the rain on Sunday going to go against them? Does this give a lot of people looking at this game saying Eagles have no chance? If it's raining steadily, do they all of a sudden have a chance? Well, they might because the Bucks have usually been a pretty good run defense. That's been something they can hang their hat on the last few years. But lately this season, they, they have struggled against the run a little bit. The Eagles can run the football. I think that is a great equalizer. Um, is it more of an equalizer than Tom Brady is on one of the sidelines? I don't know because that's probably that's, not. I'm saying like you can that can bring things back a little level, but Tom Brady is, I guess, not equalizer. The opposite of equalizer because that's what any advantages you might have if you are the Eagles. You think maybe the weather helps you in some way. Tom Brady does not help you if you're an Eagles fan, and I don't know how you solve that problem. So until they do, I'm going to say yeah. Tom Brady is is the guy that makes the difference here, and that's why the Bucks win this game. Bucks win. I'm going to say 24-17. What's your score? I'll I'll go similarly. I'll probably go like 24 to 21. More playoff matchups, and our prediction sure to go wrong. Coming up next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle has been cleared from I-70 eastbound at Mound Street. All lanes have reopened in that area. And now watching a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane of I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is backed up to the 71-315 west split. Traffic report is sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. These guys are a big deal. And by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All right, we're doing NFL playoff stuff. First, T-Bone's going to tell you about water. Well, man, if you own a home, you know there are lots of things you have to fix around your home. Sometimes you have to pay someone to fix them. Maybe it's a, some things you can fix yourself. But one thing that you probably can't fix yourself is the quality of your water. If your water has odd tastes or smells, leaves stains in your sinks or tubs or toilets. Like blood stains? I'm not saying what stains. I'm just saying stains. You know what stains. You live in your house. You see what the water does. Connecticut has the tools and the pros to fix these issues. They have the experience to get the funk out of your water. Is so, it normal for my faucet to bleed? You might need a Connecticut exorcism? and an exorcist. Yeah, you might need Do they have a deal for that? I don't know. But if you go to ConnecticutColumbus.com slash exorcist, that's not a thing. Don't type that in. ConnecticutColumbus.com. And they will get the funk out of your water. As for the evil spirits shooting blood out of your faucet, I have no idea. But if you have rust stains or other things, every part of the city is a little different because the pipes are a little different wherever you live. So go to ConnecticutColumbus.com. Have them come out and test your water. They'll tell you what you need to get the funk out of your water. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome, man. Uh, going down the playoff matchups this weekend. Oh, by the way, it's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971. Teddy wanted me to remind you of that. 49ers at the Cowboys Sunday at 4.30. A lot of heritage with these two teams playing in the playoffs. A lot of history. NFL Network has the 81 game on right now. Dwight Clark from Joe Montana in the end zone. Um, this, I think, independent of all of that, even though you know I'm a fan of history and tradition, all that stuff, has the ability to be a hell of a football game, too, because I can see both teams winning this game. Yeah, I can, too. I think you've got two offenses that have the potential to be very explosive. You obviously have, especially on the Cowboys side of the football, defense that can make some big plays, too. Uh, <laughs> this is, I think this is going to be a really interesting matchup. The over-under is 51, and that's probably that's a little high for an NFL game. I think that explains what we're all expecting to see. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a shootout. I do think the Cowboys are going to win this game, but I think the Niners keep it relatively close. I'll say it's something along the lines of 31-28. That that area is kind of where I'm looking for this game. See, I don't I don't think it's going to be a shootout, at least not if the 49ers have a chance to win. I understand down the stretch they were moving the football quite well against the Rams, but the Rams had all sorts of problems last weekend. If the 49ers are going to win this game, they're going to do it controlling the clock, running the football, and playing good defense. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this game because I don't think the 49ers can do that consistently. I'm going to say 27-14. Yeah. Cowboys win. I mean, when I say explosive, though, I, I'm not just saying they're going to air it out. I'm saying I think their running game is the for the Niners is so explosive that it can, you know, explosive for a playoff game, right? We're not talking it's going to be a Big 12 matchup. I'm saying it's, it's a, a game where I think you could see a big play or two out of the running game for the Niners. Plus, yeah, a couple drives that are sustained. They go down the field, but I think the Cowboys would just have a little bit more. Steelers at the Chiefs. This is the Sunday night game at 8.15. Ben Roethlisberger coming out this week saying, we don't have any chance, we're double-digit underdogs, and we'll just go out there and have fun and see what happens. Well, they may have fun, 
they may see what happens, but I think they lose by 20. I mean, I, I know that listen. the sexy pick the last couple days has been everybody's overlooking the Steelers, and Ben Roethlisberger knows how to play in the playoffs. Mentally, he knows how to play in the playoffs. Physically, he's not the same guy, and I don't think this is going to be a competitive football game. Yeah, um, I hope it's not. I'm not. I'm not writing anything off with the Steelers until they are officially eliminated because they're just that type of team, Mike. But no, I. I will never have. I have never in my life rooted as hard as I'm going to root for the Chiefs this weekend. I've rooted for other teams, like my my own team. I've rooted much harder than that. But as far as a team that's not my own, very few times have I rooted for someone as hard as I'm going to root for the Give Chiefs me a score. this weekend. Uh, I, a billion to negative zero. Give me a I, real score. <sighs> fine. Uh, I don't want to put it out. 34-17. I was going to go 34-10. Okay. Chiefs win 34-10. I just and, don't want to say it and then have it all of a sudden now, oh, look you there, the Steelers surprise the world. I don't want that. I hate that. We have Monday night football, Cardinals at the Rams, Monday night, 8-15. This is in L.A. I don't know what to make of either of these teams because you know both of these teams have put together some nice regular season victories. But at times, they've both struggled down the stretch. Both of these quarterbacks have honest questions about themselves. Matt Stafford has been in this league for a long time, but hasn't had a ton of huge games, especially in the playoffs, on his resume. Kyler Murray has looked excellent at times, and he and Cliff Kingsbury both have looked confused in big moments, too. Sure. So who wins out in this situation? I don't know. I'm going to pick the home team, but I'm not that confident about either team figuring this out. Yeah, I'm I'm more I'm more leaning towards the Rams in this game. I do think something that's an interesting wrinkle could be what happens if Arizona can get Christian Kirk going, because I think he's dynamic. Uh, he's He's an enjoyable player to watch. If they can get him loose a couple times deep, they've got that big playability in their offense. The other thing with Arizona is that J.J. Watt's expected to come back from his shoulder surgery. Yeah, he's had no setbacks this week, they say, and he's trending towards playing on Monday. How much of a boost is that for their defense? I have no idea. I know what type of player he is when he's fully going. Well, just, for, just looking over at him yeah, and right. knowing that he's there is a boost for the defense. Right. I tend to think that's going to that's gonna be one of those mental edge things that you can't really put you can't you can't game plan for you can't make it happen it just happens if he goes out there and starts playing well I think that boosts their defense tremendously from a you know emotion side of things not just from what he can actually do I I still think the Rams get it done and I'll say this one is more 27 20 I'll go 24 yeah all right fine sounds good Teddy I forgot to ask you you're the big cowboy fan your thoughts on your team and the 49ers this weekend? Yeah, I think it's a real toss-up, and I'm a little concerned just because if you look at the Cowboys, you know, six of their wins came against their own division. So, yeah. I mean, that so they're like six and, and five. And all of those games were somehow on yeah. national television. Yeah. <laughs> their best their best wins was a <laughs> overtime game at, like, New England and winning at the Chargers. So I am concerned, but I still think the the Cowboys will be able to pull this one out. It'll be close, but uh, that high-powered offense gets it done. And Micah Parsons, my guy, he'll come up with a big uh, play on defense. We're watching the 81 game, Cowboys 49ers on NFL Network right now. And I'm, I'm loving everything about this game. I wish I wasn't on the radio so I could actually watch it. But maybe it's because it's a novelty now. And if it were every single week, I would think differently. But I love the presentation of this game, too. I love the lo-fi graphics 
I don't need 19 million graphics. I don't need, you know, cartoon players on my screen every single time there's a touchdown. Lots of businesses now are embracing lo-fi. Pizza Hut's gone back to their original logo. They're doing like some of the old school advertising. Burger King's back to the original logo. Miller Lite's gone back to the original cans. Vinyl, they sold more vinyl records than any time in the last 30 years this past year. Far be it for me to tell the NFL how to run their business. Well, Because yeah. they continue to set television ratings records every single year. But if they if they put a game on like this with these graphics... Wouldn't that be awesome to see with mm-hmm. with modern HD technology? Oh, just some simple graphics like this. It would be, and they're, they're to to your point. If you're saying, well, why would they do that? They don't want to risk upsetting the Apple Card. They're putting Niners Cowboys on Nickelodeon this weekend. In addition, obviously, to its regular you know setting, they also have a kids version. Why can't you? They never know what to do. I think they they've obviously they shut down ESPN Classic. Right? They closed that up. I think. Am I wrong? Yes, they did. Okay. You could still, though, find ways to put this on an alternate channel or somewhere else where you could say, here you go. This is the stripped down version where we are just going to have, you know, stadium announced crew, not like the, the guy in the stadium who's saying first and 10 Dallas Cowboys. Like you could have that guy, some graphics that pop up and say, well, CBS is doing nine. the game, right? So if anything, they could put it on Paramount Plus. Yes, you can make Stream it so it's for us. I'll do that. Do the lo-fi version of this game. I agree that would be you. awesome. I'm going to be wishing that were the case. And if they do that, can they also, because I also noticed this, I've been fascinated with the face masks in this game. There's a couple defensive linemen who have the 19 different bars going across their face mask, which is very cool. But there's also a few guys rocking what I like to call the Charles Haley, which is a singular bar down the middle and a singular bar going across, and then the little chin bar that goes around the bottom. But that's it. It looks like four square. It's just, there's really nothing protecting your face. If someone wanted to punch you through that mask, they probably could. That is ultimate tough guy right there. You know what else is the Charles Haley? Gratifying yourself in All the right. film room. <laughs> that's the Charles among, Haley. Among other horrible things that guy did, yes. Mike Tarico will be bleeding from the eyeballs soon. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane of I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is slow from the 71315 West split in this area. Plan about a five-minute slowdown as traffic continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO and visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The most listened to show in Greenland. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. 
Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. So the Olympics are coming. And the Super Bowl is coming. I saw this today in what NBC is calling an unprecedented hosting double. Mike Tirico will travel to Beijing to host NBC's Olympic primetime show beginning on Thursday, February 3rd and running through Thursday, February 10th. The next day, he'll fly 6,200 miles to Los Angeles and resume his Olympic hosting duties Friday night from a special set outside SoFi Stadium, the site of Super Bowl 56. Tirico will continue his Olympic work Sunday, Saturday night before hosting NBC's five-hour pregame show on Super Bowl Sunday and then returning to anchor that night's Olympic coverage. He will also be the first human ever to contract corona, Zika, and bird flu at the same time <laughs> during his travels. I, I understand that, first of all, full disclosure, Mike Tirico is not my cup of tea. I have never... I, I don't... I don't care for people who seem to have zero sense of humor, self-awareness, or the ability to make fun of themselves. So well, he has all he has all of that. Right. So that's that's I don't gravitate to guys like that in broadcast. He's also sort of an icky guy. Oh, but everybody wants to forget about that from years ago. Yeah. Well, let's let's not forget the people who some of the people who hired him at ESPN or who kept him employed. Uh, John Wildack is one of these guys who said, well. Hey, yeah, he was accused of sexual harassment, but that happened over two decades ago, and he's been a really good guy ever since. Oh, all right. But he did have that, and that is a thing that came out in multiple books where they were written about ESPN. Well, there's, you know, hey, you look really pretty today and maybe make you feel, you make somebody feel inappropriate in the office. And then there's, I'm going to chase this woman down in my car on the highway. Um, the Which way, is what he did. Right. Multiple incidents, by the way, involved attempted groping, sexual solicitation, and stalking of female co-workers. But anyway, they well, say... Whatever, 30 years ago, hey, change NBC, guy. NBC was fine. like, we had Matt Lauer, had to get rid of him for some, some bad things. Let's hire Mike Tirico, a guy who has similar problems in his past. Who cares? Anyway, they now... Fine. Let's say that he has changed. Perhaps that's the yes, case. Everybody can change. Yeah, Change sure. guy. All right. This I have never understood why... You have to put everything into one person when it comes to a network. If you're doing that, then you're doing a poor job of bringing up other talent, right? So the Olympics are kind of their own thing. They are, they are, I understand why you want to have your best person. He is your number one guy. That is what everyone says. It's why, you know, everyone is so big on what he does. Fine. He's your number one dude for doing desk work. You send him to the Olympics, you start the coverage with him, I get all that. Then how many days go by before he has to come back for the Super Bowl? Uh, he's doing it from February 3rd, a week, February 3rd to February 10th. All right, One and week. then when is the Super Bowl? What day is the Super Bowl? Isn't it the 13th? It's whatever Sunday that is, whatever the... Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they're, they're building in basically a day of travel... Now, this is not, I know he's not going to fly just commercial and get stuck, but you are talking about, what, a 17-hour flight or more? Like, a, a very intense, long flight across ridiculous time zones and everything else. The international dateline you technically cross. And then he's got to go do one of the other biggest events in American sports history, right? The Super Bowl. That's intensive. That's a long day. And then they fly him right back 
to go right back on the air again. He's not going to miss a day of TV. He's going to do Thursday night's coverage in China. Okay. Get on a plane and then do Friday night's coverage Uh, from Los Angeles. That is absolutely insane. There's no reason to do that. And if I worked at NBC and I was one of the, what's the, is it uh, Liam something or other who's the guy who sometimes is on Sunday Night Football? Yes, he does that. He does the hockey stuff. Right. You know what? Who was the host before Mike Tirico? Dan Patrick was the host. Call up Dan Patrick and have him do Super Bowl Sunday. Breaking news. People aren't tuning into the Super Bowl based on who's on the desk. The game is kind of a big deal. Right. Oh, my God. Mike Tirico's not on. No Super Bowl for me this year. Now, here is what I'm guaranteeing you NBC would say why they're doing this. Well, we promised the NFL we're going to give you our best coverage. We're not just going to send anyone to do the Super Bowl. They have to sign off on... Who's on that desk? The Super Bowl does, yeah, is that right? What, is that what they promised every single week when all, every announcer's kid is working on the well, NBC yeah. Sunday night show? That I can't defend for you. I'm sorry. But what I don't get is why you couldn't at least, if you want to do this, why couldn't you say Mike Tirico's our number one guy? He's going to be there on the ground for the Olympics for the opening ceremonies in the first couple nights. And then give him a couple days off, fly him back here, get him rested up. He's going to do the Super Bowl. And then, yeah, right after the Super Bowl, he is going to fly back and we're going to have him on TV, you know, for little moments, right? We'll have him introduce a couple video packages just to get him back on the coverage. But then he's still going to have a day or two to recuperate from that. And then he'll finish out the Olympics and all that. I don't understand why they're they're acting like, look at the superhuman accomplishment this guy's doing. And it's like, yeah, but it's unnecessary. It's not there's no world record associated with doing this. No, it's just, stupid. It's a vanity it's project. It's stupid, and there's no way your coverage doesn't suffer because of it. Of course it'll suffer. Wake up, Costas. Sure. Have him go to Beijing, and he no, can get no, have... Zika in his eyeball like he had in Russia. Well, yeah, that's right. They, they can't have him on the NFL broadcast because he'll say things that are like, hey, the NFL does like some bad things well, sometimes. okay, whatever. So I understand well, no, why you don't want him doing that. The NFL does probably not want right. him on there. Have, that's what have, I'm saying. What I mean is have him go and do a couple nights in Beijing. Can I tell you what, though? Honestly, like you said earlier, the, part of why they want Mike Tirico there is because they are creating nine hours of unnecessary coverage prior to the actual game that he will have to sit there and host. It is some of the most boring television you ever see, right? Whatever players are in the game, they're going to have thought pieces about like, hey, you didn't know this, but Tom Brady, he's a big dog guy. Loves dogs. Here's nine minutes of him with a dog. And it's like, all right, do I need that to watch the game? No. But they they have to sell commercial time. That's how they make their money off of this. You don't need Mike Tirico there. It could be literally anyone. You could have Chris Collinsworth host it. Have him just sit there and be like, hey, Tom Brady likes dogs. Here you go. That's it. And then let well, all you your got other, Collinsworth's kid too. Put him right, on. Have there. him on there to have their own side where they talk about their memories of father son bonding. That's all they're going to do for six hours before the Super Bowl. I don't need Mike Tirico. I obviously am not a huge fan of his, but yeah, I, I don't understand why there's this fascination and, and why more specifically NBC acts like Mike Tirico, the god of broadcasting. Don't worry, NFL. He'll be here. Don't worry, Olympics. He'll be there for you. No one cares. I don't think most people care about Mike Tirico. Two journalists discuss being bad at journalism. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. (laughs) 
guys, watch out for slowdowns on I-71 northbound between I-70 and East Broad Street. You're going to find some backups in that area. And more slowdowns on 670 westbound between 71 and 4th Street. Traffic is delayed there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new you sale and start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. I'm Leanna Ray with the best internet ever with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I saw this today on uh, Awful Announcing. I guess Carissa Thompson and Aaron Andrews have a podcast called Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa. And here is uh, Carissa speaking. I was like, oh, coach, what adjustments are you going to make at halftime? He goes, that's a great perfume you're wearing. I was like, oh, F, this isn't going to work. I'm not kidding. I made up a report. And then Aaron Andrews jumps in and says, I've done that too. For a coach, I didn't want to throw under the bus because he was telling me all the wrong stuff. All right, let's discuss this. Um... Two things can be crappy here. The coach, when you ask him a football question who compliments your perfume, is crappy. Right? Right. I mean, there are, that's No, it's awful. There's plenty of ways to deflect the question or not answer the question. You can simply say, I don't want to talk to you. You don't have to make comments about the female reporter's perfume. That's stupid. It's beneath you. Of it's course beneath it her. Is. Yes. It's dumb. However... The coach doesn't give you the answer that you want, so you just make up a report? Now, I understand you're just having a lighthearted discussion on a podcast, but that's both of you kind of admitting that you're crappy at your job, is it not? Or at least they were crappy in those moments, right? Maybe maybe they've not... Well, I, don't, I didn't hear the podcast, so maybe after that they both said... Then maybe they right after said, oh, and by the way, that was one time early in my career, and I was instantly told, don't ever do that again. He didn't say that because that's, I mean, listen, how many times just in the sports media, not to go on to the other rest of the media, do we have people who say sources, blah, 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 says blank is happening. And then two days later, the person the report was about says, I don't know where that report came from. It's BS. It was made up. The media always likes to put words in my mouth. It's not true. And then we're all left as fans to decide, well. Is that person lying? Was the media person lying? The Finding this out, that sideline... I, again, I know it's a sideline report. I know that is not the most hard-hitting journalism you're ever going to get. So what? It's still their gig. I know. I'm saying I'm. that's not what's shaking confidence in journalism. I don't mean to put all that on these two, right? What I am saying is that's going to add to the narrative that the media makes stuff up. When you're literally in the media and you say, oh, yeah, I've made stuff up to cover for a guy, 
No, you don't have to do that. Maybe, and, and I don't know what those two have walked through. Obviously, we know Aaron Andrews has had to deal with horrible people all throughout her career. I'm sure Carissa Thompson has had yeah, similar Yeah, and I'd be in favor things. for them when you have a coach talk about your perfume, calling that coach out. Yes. Or at least saying to that coach, don't talk to me like that unless you want me to go live with it. I Right. I also understand, though, they may not feel like they can. Or, or at the time that was done to them, they may not. Now, I think Aaron Andrews now probably would feel like she could. Carissa Thompson probably too. But back then, maybe they didn't feel they could do that. What I'm getting to is it's not okay to then just fabricate something out of thin air. There's a way you could handle that. Like Aaron Andrews said, I didn't want to throw this coach under the bus. Number one, that ain't your job. You're not exactly running PR right. for this guy. Exactly right. But also, here's what you can say is, I tried to talk to coach on his way off the field or when he came back on the field before halftime was over. I asked him this. He gave me no direct answer and made some comment I couldn't quite understand, but unfortunately I didn't get the info I was looking for you guys, but he seemed pretty frustrated with their offense, you know, in the first half from what I gathered. Like that at least is you saying, I don't know what he's thinking. My opinion is he's frustrated and I'm guessing it's because they were 0 for 7 on third down. That's an opinion. That's not you giving a report. But if you're saying, I talked to the coach and he said, we need to get better on third down. And also, I think our defensive linemen suck. Like, <laughs> I don't know what her report was she made up. But you don't you don't want to do that too often, I would think, because that's not really your job. Podcasts are a great thing because they they let us into a world and we talk to people that we normally don't hear from. Right. Right. I mean, these, these two are, an, as an example, we would normally just see them during our game, whatever we're watching. Maybe there would be a, a newspaper article about what they're doing, but we wouldn't really hear them in a free-form conversation like they're having. And that's good and bad. The bad part for them is that they kind of have to watch what they say because, you know, you and I are jokers. We come on the air three hours a day every single day, and we're not journalists. We're paid for our opinion. Most of them are bad. We make stupid fart jokes and talk about, you know, taking Viagra in cold weather. We right. call it a day. These two are professionals and they are journalists and they're they're paid to get a story. Now you can say, wow, they're just sideline reporters. Doesn't matter. That's their gig. Well, I you're exactly right. All I'm getting to on the first part of that is I can understand how a sideline reporter may say, I don't really have the leeway to go Edward R. Murrow these guys into oblivion. You know, I I can't necessarily be Walter Cronkite That's fine. here. So just say nothing then. Right. I would just be honest and say, I tried to ask Coach. He had he, no he comment. Had, he didn't have anything for me. That's fair. That's more than fair. USC wide receiver Brew McCoy has entered the college football transfer portal for a third time. He did not play a snap at USC this season. He was arrested in July on suspicion of violating California Penal Code Section 273.5A. What does that mean? Domestic violence toward a spouse or other cohabitant. At the time, he was released on a $50,000 bond. Uh, they did not press charges on that, but he still didn't play this season. As a redshirt freshman in 2020, he caught 21 passes for 236 yards, two touchdowns in six games. So he's going in the portal for the third time. You and I have both been in favor of more flexibility for these athletes, coaches, and, you know, these guys all have the ultimate flexibility. They can go recruit a guy and then the next day leave and take another job with little to no penalty whatsoever. Or if there is a penalty, some rich hillbilly from his new job will buy out the penalty. Right. Right. 
But these players, even though they've been promised things by these coaches, when the coaches leave, they have no leeway of their own to leave unless they want to sit out for an entire season, which I think we can all agree is pretty unfair. However, you know, this is the third time this guy's been in the portal. Do we need to start putting some rules on the portal for the good of college football? I mean, I don't think so, because quite frankly, is anybody looking at college football right now going, man, it'd be so much better if Brew McCoy had just stayed in one spot. Let's go back and recap for those who don't remember his career. This is a guy who committed to USC back when he thought this guy named Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the offensive coordinator there. When Cliff Kingsbury then randomly took the NFL job that he's still doing with the Cardinals, obviously doing pretty well, they're in the playoffs. But when he did that... That's when Brew McCoy said, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. I think I'm going to go to Texas instead. That was, I guess, another school that had been interested interested in him. So that was transfer portal number one was right after Cliff Kingsbury backed out of his commitment. Brew McCoy also backed out of his commitment. So that's kind of understandable, I guess, right? He went to Texas, did spring practice, and then apparently after spring practice said, oh, I've made a giant mistake i shouldn't have done that i think he went to a school in southern cal right like i mean he's a southern cal kid or was at the time so he went away from home saw he made maybe a mistake and said i shouldn't have done that i'm going back to usc that's transfer portal time number two since then he's obviously had this issue with you know title nine and domestic violence and by the way usc did not reinstate him after investigating this so that should also tell you something uh, at least about how they feel about that case. Yeah, just but, because charges were not filed doesn't mean USC needs to reinstate you to the football program. But my point is that all of that happened in 2019, the first two times in the transfer portal. And then he's been there since, you know, basically the summer of 2019. So that's over two years he's been there. And now he's decided, all right, I for whatever reason, right? I don't know what he did here. It, it does not look good. Given what USC is saying, they did not want to reinstate him, but he's saying, well, they're not going to let me play. They're not even going to reinstate me as a student. So I guess I need to transfer out of here because they don't want me here. I'm not defending that. I'm not defending anything he's done. I'm saying, I think that's a really unique situation. Don't you? That doesn't seem like something I that do think it's a unique most guys situation. are going to go through. Right. But I, I, I do think that this is not going to be the first guy we see enter the transfer portal three times. You mean, yeah, he, he, right. He probably not. There's probably been guys have already done it. We just didn't know it. Well, what did, um, what's his name from Nebraska? Which guy? The, the quarterback. What's his name? The, was it McCaffrey? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget. Uh, gosh, why am I blanking on which McCaffrey? He, but he was at Michigan too, right? Is that what you're thinking of? No? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is good. It's like two people in their 80s like, you remember that movie with the guy? He was a guy and he was in a movie. Teddy, who am I talking about? It's Luke McCaffrey. Luke McCaffrey from Nebraska. Yes. Right? Didn't he enter the portal, go someplace for five minutes, and then get in the portal again? He was in Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. And then he was there for like two weeks, wasn't he? Yeah. I think it was like four weeks. When I I look him up, he says he's at Rice. Four months. Right, but so now he's at right. This is all in the time span of like six weeks. Yeah. We went from Nebraska to Louisville to Rice. I know. I guess what I'm saying is we're looking at a situation where people have not been allowed to do this because of, you know, they had rules, right? You can't just just up and transfer whatever I, you want I, to. I understand. And then we're saying, wow, look at how many, tra- these guys are transferring two, sometimes three times. What's going on? The answer is, 
Well, because now everyone has the ability to. Some guys are transferring more than others, but same thing as when you take a job as a 19-year-old. I'm not talking about multi-million dollar jobs, right? I'm saying you go work at Burger King for three months, and you're like, oh, this sucks. And then someone from McDonald's is like, it does suck over there. Come over here. And you go work there, and you're like, that sucks too. And then you go get an office job. Like, that that does happen when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. That's all I'm saying. Yes, I get it. But I don't know if the best thing for college football is to go, you know, like you've been all this time under an oppressive government, and then, oh, no, laws don't exist. Just go back to the (laughs) Wild West. I think there's a happy medium. You and I have talked about this with NIL where right now it's state by state, and there's no consistency. Don't get me wrong. NCAA did this to themselves. They did this to themselves by ignoring the problem for years. But now we have a different problem where there's 50 different sets of rules. Yeah, that, I know. That yeah. can't be good for the future of college football. No, I, I. but that is a different scenario, right? As far as the transfer portal goes... The bigger thing that I think hurts college football, if that's what we're concerned about, college football in general is hurt more by the fact that players can leave when they feel like they're not getting the adequate playing time. That takes coaches' times away from developing players. It puts more of an emphasis on you've got to keep everyone happy all the time. That might be bad for college football but the question should be is that bad for the college athletes and only those athletes can answer that themselves everyone's different this dude here all i know is with like luke mccaffrey to bring him back up and put a bow on that i don't know what in the world prompted him to go from nebraska to louisville for four weeks and then go to rice i have no idea but i went and looked here i mean he there's lots of photos of him playing for rice this year looks like he got in a lot of games so does he seem happy there? Is he happy? I have no idea. But I, if 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 everyone's transferring three, four, five times, was that last off season? Uh, I have no concept 20, of time. So it says here, twenty twenty one. I'm looking at his bio. Threw for three hundred thirteen yards and two touchdowns. Okay. Russ for one hundred thirty two in a pair. For of some scores reason, I, I thought this Rice. happened like a month ago. I don't know what's <laughs> he going. Played, on. He played in nine games for Rice, three starts. All right, let but him live. Anyway, so yeah, twenty twenty though he was at Nebraska and played quite a bit. Olympic athletes need burner phones. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. And watch out for residual slowdowns on I-71 northbound between I-70 and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers slowdown payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Oh, I have something to tell you. I can't wait to hear but it. But I forgot to pull it up. 
I like to pull it up all the if time. If you Mike. have a problem pulling up your hmm. pee-pee, That's there. Well, then let me tell you to go to my guys at Columbus Men's Clinic. Is this ED or low T? Which one am I doing? Yeah, you have ED at 420, I believe. Yes. I have ED? Yeah, you have ED at 420. You have ED. Erectile dysfunction can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, much more. They have an expert staff, they being Columbus Men's Clinic. And if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment. A treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years, or in my case, ever. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, See an expert today to get a program together for you. You'll get a consult. PSA and T test, and if medically advised, a test dose. And if the test dose doesn't work in the office, well, guess what? Your visit is free. Call them now, 614 300 7400, or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. Mike, before we go any further, there's just a little bit of breaking news. I'm sure a lot of our audience is very sleepless over this. They're losing the ability to function until they know the answer. So, Adam Rittenberg, our guy, Tweeted this out just a few moments ago. Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz received a contract extension. Oh, thank God. It is now going to run through the twenty the end of time. The twenty twenty nine season. If you're not aware of how old Kirk Ferentz is, let him live. He is sixty six years old. He is, of course, the nation's longest tenured college football head coach. He will earn a whopping seven million dollars annually. Again, though. You know, I, I gave you the headline yesterday, college football on the outs. Yeah. With the right. coaches. Right? <laughs> on the outs. Mm-hmm. Kirk Ferentz has not won a national championship, will not win a national championship, makes $7 million a year. David Culley, who was fired yesterday by the Texans, not good for him. He's going to get some cash for not doing anything, but he was making $4 million a year. As an yeah. NFL head coach. Right. Kirk Ferentz is making seven. Yeah, and, and Kirk Ferentz has obviously done quite a bit more in his college football career than David Culley has done in his NFL career. But let's let's also point yes. this out. Like <laughs> Kirk Ferentz will be, by my math, uh seventy-three years old when this contract runs out, if it's see if he sees it all the way through, which either he's not, right? He will either retire before that or they will bump that again and add more money to it at the end. I'm not he's not he's not a bad coach, obviously, but you can't deny Iowa has had some uh unsavory issues while he's been there. They've also won a pretty good number of games. They're always a frisky team in the Big Ten. They're also always going to disappoint you whenever you think, hey, maybe Iowa is gonna be a real national championship contender. That will not happen. But don't forget Kirk Ferentz at one point was on the Browns staff. Many, many years ago, he was there when Bill Belichick was a coach of the Browns and then proceeded to leave that gig, got down to Iowa, and it's been working out for him ever since. Look, I'm not crapping on Kirk Ferentz here, but we're talking about the differences between college football coaches and NFL head coaches. Kirk Ferentz is making $7 million a year to coach at Iowa. His overall bowl record is 500 and the last Big Ten title he won was 18 years ago. Sure. And he's making $7 million. That, Let him live. That is, it's pretty remarkable. But if you, if you want to have that discussion again, why is college coaching a pretty good gig? See everything I just said to you. Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't blame any coach who says, I'd rather be in college than go to the NFL. 
And if Matt Campbell wants to, he can be new Kirk Ferentz for the rest of his life. Right? Yep. He sure can. And, I mean, not just him. There's probably three dozen coaches that can make their version of a Kirk Ferentz contract by just sticking around and being pretty good. Right? Yeah. Don't you think that's type of jobs? one of those guys? Yeah. There's. I think if we looked at every conference, there's probably two or three coaches at every Power 5 conference we could say... Yeah, that guy can coach there as long as he wants, as long as he wins about seven to nine games a year. And and that's that's a pretty good gig. It's not what you get in the NFL. Olympic athletes from several countries, including the United States, are being encouraged to leave their personal cell phones and laptops at home next month due to cyber surveillance concerns at the 2022 Beijing Winter Games. Um, they are encouraging burner phones if you want to keep in touch with your family for the athletes. They are saying the Chinese will spy on you electronically. I see. I don't know, man. Call me crazy, right? But seems like perhaps maybe that's not a place where we should be having an Olympic game. Well, that's of course, that's a different discussion. We've had it before, but I was uh, reading a few months ago, the Barack Obama biography. Hmm. I forget what it's called. Anyway, it's the it's first of that time I talked to common man on the radio changed my life sure. by Barack Obama. Whatever. It covers, you know, his early life and then leading up towards the end of his first term as president. And I want to say he was in the Senate when this happened, when he went to China for the first time. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forget the details, but he went to China for the first time. He was somebody in the government at this time, whether he was still doing Illinois stuff, you know, at the state level or he was a United States senator. And he's in China. He, you know, leaves his hotel room, realizes he's forgotten something in his hotel room. Yeah. So right. he's in the lobby, but then he doubles back up into his hotel to get what he forgot. Opened up his door. Two Chinese men in suits are going through the drawers and all of his stuff in the room. He says, what's going on in here? They say nothing to him and walk right out of the room. <laughs> Jeez. And then he realized that he was in China. Right. Well, I, I've I've heard similar stories of Russia too. And and that that is an expectation when you go to Russia is that if you have a piece of technology, just know if if it can be hacked, they will there's hack a it. chance that it will be either by the government or a private entity or someone. So just be aware of that. That's that I don't know. I, I I'll say this. Maybe in other countries, they say, when you come to America, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're all hacking your phone, right? Because they have, I mean, we, we've we talked about that, how the, all these giant companies can access if you're walking around, you have your location service turned on. That is a little different than the government hacking your phone. It's just you opt into a lot of apps you forget about, and that gives these companies a lot of data. I'm not saying either of them is good, but... You know, private, know, private business trying to figure out your spending habits, not the same thing as the I, Chinese government I, hacking your phone. I am just saying, I'm sure that's also said about, if you go to America, that'll happen, sure, right? Okay. But the point is, that to me does not seem great. That okay. seems pretty bad. We were talking about college coaches and the NFL. What is the latest on Jim Harbaugh, you ask? I will tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow in that area. And more delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 We have Degenerate T-Bone coming up at 448. This made me chuckle. This is from NBC News. Pope Francis has long lamented he can't walk around town unnoticed like he used to before becoming Pope. Mm. That is that is a drawback to the job. Well, but he seems to have nevertheless kept his sense of humor after he was caught on camera making an unannounced visit to a Rome record shop this week. Francis wrote a note to the Vatican reporter who happened to be in the right place at the right time Tuesday evening when the Pope slipped out of the Vatican to bless the newly renovated stereo sound shop near the Pantheon. So even the Pope is a hipster when it comes to his music preferences. <laughs> He's got to bless the new renovated vinyl store. I didn't th- know that was a thing where it's like, hey, Pope. I just renovated my store. Can you come and bless it for well, me? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, is that, were they just saying he blessed it with his presence in the, like, we're having fun saying he, he you, thank you for gracing us with your presence. Or are they actually saying he went there and performed a, some kind of Catholic I, I, ritual? I think he went there for a prayer. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But they said that it wasn't like an announced official thing, right? Because they said someone was just there and caught it. Yes. They just saw it. was him. just a reporter outside and saw the Pope leaving the store. With an Adele record under her, <laughs> under his cloak, nice. So he did a little business and a little little for fun. That's good. I, my my brother has gotten into vinyl, but you're going to laugh at what he actually finds. This is what What's he that? looks for. And I didn't even know this was a thing, but now I'm kind of interested to hear some of these. Back in the day, before we had the internet, these sports teams would put out the highlights from their year on a record. Okay, and it would be the radio call. Of some of the big plays from the year. Sounds great. So I you could it. listen to radio broadcasters talking about, you know, I think he has one from maybe the Knicks in the 70s, I want to say. Why don't we do our greatest hits on vinyl? I mean, I guess we could. I just, I think there's a little something more to, you know, good evening, sports fans. Welcome to the garden, you know, and having like. start doing our show like that. Having a little more of that announcer voice thing. I could see having a. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. <laughs> I could see having an adult beverage, putting on some vinyl, and then have it be Vin Scully from you know the days where the Dodgers were in Brooklyn. That would, if that exists, I'm sure that's worth a lot of money, right? Hey, if anybody needs a prayer, it's me and you. Maybe the Pope can bless this show. I love that. Sure. I don't know if I don't know. What if do that... you think his favorite segment would be? <laughs> would you rather? I have no idea. Well, you know, probably something like Tool of the Week because he would see a, a chance for redemption. 
for all the tools no, that we have. No, he, he probably wouldn't want us calling out other people's Weird. shortcomings. Other people are doing that. He would probably say, ah, that's someone who needs my I bet help. you he likes yikes. Yikes. You think so? I bet you the Pope would like yikes. Maybe he would. I don't know. I don't pretend to know what the Pope would like. Speaking of the Pope, I don't know. Okay. Jim Harbaugh. No teams have officially interviewed Jim Harbaugh. This from Florio because teams have to disclose who they have interviewed. That doesn't mean that there's not back-channel conversations going on. I would find it odd if there weren't. However, I did see that Harbaugh hired a new defensive line coach yesterday. I wouldn't think he would do that if he were leaving, right? Maybe not. I, I tend to think Jim Harbaugh wouldn't do that as well, but the counter-argument to that that could be made is he really likes that person and wants to see them have a job, so he's trying to install that person before he skips town to say, hey, I just gave the guy a job. You shouldn't fire him. And then Michigan feels about it like, yeah, we just gave you the job. I guess we'll keep you around for a year. I don't know. Maybe there's that. I don't even know who it was that he hired. Someone we forgot his, I forgot his name. All right. That's good. Some guy. Cool. Uh, Joe Judge, we talked about him. Fired Giants coach. Ordered a bunch of pizza and beer to his house yesterday. Mm-hmm. We got wind of what that was. That and was what a, was it? That was an end of the season gathering with his entire coaching staff. Yeah. Where they all okay. stood up and said, hey guys, we're all going to get fired and get paid. Right. So let's go nuts. But at least it was, you know... Like I said, it was probably a bunch of people around that he knows that came to gather with him after he got fired. Now, I thought it was like buddies from college that came over to console him. No, it's his entire coaching staff. All right. Well, that's... And by the way, the source said that Joe Judge was very upset the only beer that they got a photograph of (laughs) was Coors Light and Michelob Light because he wants everybody else to know there was also Guinness and Corona there as well. Let him live. You You just got fired and you just got paid. It's a morning, it's a celebration, it's all those things wrapped up into one. I think that would require a lot of beer on my end if I was dealing with all that. Major League Baseball and the Players Association met for the first time since December 2nd yesterday. The players were apparently not impressed with what was brought to the table. Oh, hey, by the way, spring training games in six weeks. It's so funny that like every article I read now is, these guys got to hurry up. We oh. got to get moving. I mean, come oh, on. Let's go. Where's your counter proposal? Let's go. Let's go. These guys did nothing from December 2nd until yesterday. Spring training is six weeks away. They realize they have all this business to do, and now it's, come on, guys, let's go. Time's wasting. Well, you wasted it, dumbasses. Well, we said this back in early December where we looked at the situation where they said, they had the meetings. They said they were very far off, and then remember they said, we're not going to meet again until the first of the year. Yeah, and they're still very far off. Nothing's right. happened. Players don't like this latest proposal. We said at the time when their proposal was, we'll come back in a month and look at this again. That's a dumb idea. You're probably not going to get much closer in the month. I, I don't know, Mike, but obviously everything points to there being a delay to the start of the season. Because if you're going to no delay way, the start of the no preseason, it can't. There's no way. I don't see these sides getting together because I think there is too big of a you know division right now between them. I don't. I don't know what instantly and magically changes that unless one side absolutely caves, and I don't see that happening. Uh, One more baseball tidbit for you. The Atlantic League was kind of like the experimental league for Major League Baseball. They were trying out some stuff. They were trying the automated ball strike system. They had moved the pitcher's mound back to 61 feet 6 inches, so they moved it back a foot. Those experiments have now ended now. 
They're saying they're moving the pitching mound back to 60 feet 6 inches. They are going back to regular umpires, not doing the robo-umps. They're, they're saying that in the future they could do robo-umps, but it's not anytime soon. They found with all their experiments moving the mound back that it really did nothing. So they're mm-hmm. going to keep it at 60 feet 6 inches. Yeah, that's I, I like the fact that they're trying to explore other ways to make the game better. I don't know that I really enjoy seeing all the fundamental physics of the game being changed, but at least I appreciate that Major League Baseball is trying a few things in a real-world setting as opposed to just, we think this will be good, let's put it out there. So we'll, we'll see what happens with all of this, but obviously they've ended some of those experiments. tells you they didn't see enough to say let's keep it going they're keeping some other ones though they're going to continue to use the larger 17 inch bases they're still going to have anti-shift rules and they're doing extra inning madness where it's runners on first and second to begin the first inning after regulation and then load the bases for innings after that load the bases yeah major league baseball has said that new experiments are coming yeah to the atlantic league but we don't know what those are like I said, I don't mind them trying to figure out ways to make the game better, but it better be a no doubt, everyone agrees, this one is not even close to being an iffy out of the parker. It's got to be an absolute grand slam if you're going to make a change to the game of baseball. Everyone should instantly, within a month of watching it, go, oh yeah, that's way better. We should have done that years ago. And so far, I don't know that anything they've done really crosses that threshold. What was the rule change because jason stark i think went to the atlantic league we talked about this with him and he said there was one particular rule change that he thought was great yeah and i was I trying to remember that too i don't i don't know off the top of my head i don't know might have had i mean it might have had something to do with i don't know i don't remember you I, don't remember no i know but it was something to do with the ball getting put in play more and now i just can't remember what caused that <laughs> But that was the argument. That was one of the things they're trying to do is how can we get the ball in play more and get more guys on base naturally, not by just sticking them there. And I don't know what the answer is. The Jenner T-Bone is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's going to be a five-minute slowdown in that area. And more delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on Josie's organic five-ounce salads just $1.99 now through January 18th. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, you, the listener. You want to know how much I love you? If you were here right now, I'd give you an open mouth kiss. That's how much I love you. Thank you for listening every single day. Please tell a friend. And if it fancies you, if you fancy if, it. If it fancies you. If it fancies Let me tell you, you I've fancied a lot, of, a lot of people in my day. I fancy people all the time. 
Go check out our Uncensored podcast. It's new as of this week. Go to wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. It's right in the regular show feed. So if you already subscribe to the show, it's there. Do nothing. Just look for it. But uh, it's there. Wow, that was a good selling job. <laughs> so anyway, it's there. Yeah, go get it. The Uncensored Podcast. You can find it in just the first three or four episodes that are there. Go get it now. Degenerate T-Bone. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's Picks for the Weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. Well, man, I've got plenty of NFL action for you, but there is one NBA matchup I wanted to highlight tonight, and that is Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks rolling in to take on the hottest team in the NBA the Memphis Grizzlies, winners of 11 straight, led by the man himself, John ja Morant, my guy. Now, here's what I'm targeting in this game, because there's going to be a lot of people who are like, oh, Luka Doncic, John ja Morant, I got to bet on one of those guys. I'm going to take the over on their points, the over on their assists. Those two get all the headlines. Gambling lines associated with them are often inflated. Look at a guy like Desmond Bain for the Grizzlies, if you want a guy to target. Over under of 17 and a half points in this one last five games he's had three games where he went over 20 gets to the free throw line the Mavs are a team that plays slow I expect him to get some trips to the line in this game like he did the other night and get over the 17 and a half number also the over under for this game is 215 I'm going to say take the under because if you didn't see it uh, the Grizzlies just played last night they played a tough Minnesota team that took them down to the wire Mavs played a couple nights ago but they looked awful against the Knicks both teams might take a while to get going in this one, so I'd say take the under of 215. And finally, Mike, I just want you to know the Grizzlies' official hashtag is Grind City. Okay. Hashtag Grind City. Hashtag Grind City. I, I want to go there. I like it. Uh, in the NFL, you know we're going to talk about this one. Bengals hosting the Raiders. Bengals fans, this is simple. You know what to do here. You may think there's some cosmic repercussions for doing it. There's not. There's no way that you can lose with this. You go where you can gamble. You figure out the amount of money that you would pay to watch your team win a playoff game. They haven't done it in 30 years. And then you put that money on the Raiders. But not just the Raiders. You put it on the points. So the Raiders are underdogs by 4.5 to 5.5, depending on where you look. You go and say, I think the Raiders will be within 4.5 or 5.5. Or this is the ultimate spot to be in, Bengals fans, because here's the thing. If the Bengals somehow lose, you're getting all your money back and then some because the Raiders pulled an upset. But there's a chance your team could win, but not by four and a half or five and a half, whatever the line is. You get the victory you want. You get the money because the Raiders cover and you move on to the next round of the playoffs. But even if your team wins and covers. If they win and cover, you, then you, you just, just say, hey, right, you're happy to lose I the money. Spent $30 or $50 or whatever you would pay for that. You decide how much would it be worth to you to pay for that outcome if you could get it. That's right. And then you just, if you lose the money, then you're guaranteed your team won and won by more than four and a half, five and a half. So you're going to feel good about that. Now, similarly, this weekend, so that's for if you love the Bengals, that's your obvious play. If you hate Ben Roethlisberger, my friends, or if you just hate the Steelers, there's another obvious play. And this is going to sound not so obvious, but hear me out. You need to put money on the Steelers to beat the Chiefs straight up because, again, 
You're paying for the desired outcome. How much money would I pay to not just watch the Steelers get trounced in the playoffs? I'd pay a lot to see that. How much money would you pay to watch big, dumb, old, fat, toothless, face hair, going to be in a rascal, Ben Roethlisberger, go out on his ass as a loser in his final NFL game? How much would you pay? Hundreds? Thousands? Millions? I don't know. (laughs) But whatever you would pay, if you bet on the Steelers to win and they don't, you've just paid to send Ben Roethlisberger into retirement. Congratulations. But if somehow, miraculously, this doofy idiot finds a way to throw enough touchdowns to beat the Chiefs, then you get like 7-1 odds on that because no one expects that to happen. But you get a bunch of money back in return. You're not out any money. And yeah, Ben Roethlisberger's still playing, but you get a bunch of money to make you not feel so bad. Finally, Niners at Cowboys. First meeting in the postseason since 1994. The line is Cowboys by three and a half. One thing to keep in mind for this matchup, Jimmy Garoppolo, 7-0 and when he didn't throw a pick this season. I think he's throwing a pick in this game. That said, I also think Debo Samuel, one of the most exciting players in the NFL, wouldn't shock me if he had a big day. Cowboys, though, have generated a lot of turnovers. They also are not the best tackling squad in the land. But here's here's something to keep in mind. Dallas is 10-3 and against the spread as a favorite this season. Best cover percentage in the NFL. But I'm going to go oppo taco and say the Niners lose the game but cover the 3.5. They keep it close. Dallas wins. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome, man. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. Which NFC game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Eagles, Bucks, 49ers, Cowboys, Cardinals, Rams. I think Cardinals, Rams has the ability to be the the better game. But for all the things we talked about, 49ers, Cowboys, all the history that goes into that I'm first sure. meeting in the postseason since 1994, that's my pick. Yep, same here. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. All right. We have 30 seconds. I, I don't what know. I, we gave talk you, about? I gave you the longest degenerative I've ever think. given. Which we should talk about. Teddy, I mean, I you've been very quiet today. Why don't you earn some money and contribute to the program? I could do that, right? Let's just talk about the uh, the Cowboys this weekend, huh? I don't want to talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, we, we did that. We've talked we a lot about already. the Cowboys. Okay. What are you doing for this game? Are you getting any food? Are you ordering food in? Look, are you making food? He's not doing anything. No, well, I, no, I mean, I know he's not going he anywhere. do anything. Are you getting any food brought in? You're going to eat like a lean cuisine and just call it a night? What are you doing? I have no idea what I'm eating. I just know I'll be in front of the TV at 4.30 Sunday, food. locked in. He has no special yeah. foods, nothing. There's not a pizza or a... a if my like team a, were playing in the postseason, I'd have my spread all taken care of days in advance. Here's what I'm going to eat. Here's what time I'm going to eat it. You have no idea what you're doing. You will open up a Tostitos. You will have 12 chips. You will close the bag, and that will be your party. <laughs> I'll have to say a serving of Tostitos and salsa. Yeah. Ted, treat yourself. Go get, some, <laughs> go get some soft brie, wrap it in a pastry, Maybe a little ap- apricot jam look in there. Look at you with the Brie. Yeah, Brie Larson? All, look at you. Oh, you can wrap that her in together. a pastry. Well, and then Fine I'm just saying, you, you bake that, and then when it comes out, it's all hot and gooey oh, in there. But Brie Larson is hot and gooey in that no, pastry. No, the, the Brie, the cheese. Yeah. Gooey. Delicious. What's next? If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the ramp to US 33 from I-70 eastbound. A wrecker and ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleared, but plan on some heavy slowdowns in this area. And an accident also causing backups on I-71 northbound after 670. Please use caution here as well. Stripping report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Don't worry, we don't get bones and allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's a football Friday, but it's not a sponsored football Friday, so there's that. That's right. Uh, there's also something else happening right now. Teddy, can you explain to me what the Sony Open is in Hawaii? What is that? It's a golf tournament. It's the you know second tournament of this uh, calendar year. Do you know who the defending champion of that tournament is? Because I do. Matt Kuchar update. Well, no, that's Kevin Na. Kevin Na is the defending. That's right. Oh, uh, Kush! But I I'm watched, all confused now. But today, Matt Kuchar tied for the lead at 11 under. All in right. the Sony Open. I was watching a little Hawaii Cooch last night. And oh, yeah? He was fantastic. Our listener, Callie, tweeted you know, in and Cooch said... Cooch loves those lays. <laughs> in Hawaii, they give you a yeah, lay. they do. He got... Cooch got laid in Hawaii. That's <laughs> what they say. Cooch did get no, laid. laid. They put a lay yes, on you. They call that getting right, laid. Right. right. Our listener, Callie, actually tweeted us and said, you guys should do a Matt Kuchar update today. Well, we She's exactly it, right. And he's 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 staying there. He's doing all right. Well, you know who else is Hawaiian cooch? Who's that? Marco, who runs the radio station. He is vacationing in Hawaii. I think he's at the tournament. He's at he's the a, tournament. He's a big golf fan. Marco loves that. cooch. If you see a horse charging onto the golf course, I'm that's too fat him. to ride a horse. That's him riding. Not riding too fat to horse. watch cooch. <laughs> Timmy, what's the matter with you? Are you okay over there? What's the matter with you, Tim? Calm down. You want to contribute to the show? Put the microphone on. By the way, no, uh, no, I just I'm enjoying I, it. I was listen I listen to your uncensored podcast and this sounds a lot like it. I like I, it. Can I ask this question too? You guys know golf, Timmy and Ted. Yeah. You guys actually pay attention. Is Seamus Power is that a is that a golfer oh, or a pro Seamus. Is he in Seamus the is known for his brogue kick, right? Seamus, <laughs> the, the Irishman, he's here to play a little golf. Seamus Power sounds like he's in AEW, but he was previously in WWE. Yes, he wears the uh, the Irish boxer briefs. He actually has a special exemption on tour. He can just wear the tiny Beautiful. Irish boxer briefs out there. He should. I would also like to point out, none of you can see this, from a pure appearance standpoint, <laughs> there is no difference. I just there looked is, up. I just there looked is up. no difference. If you encountered a bum who lives under the bridge, <laughs> oh my God. he would look just like Woody Page on PT. What show is this? Uh, Around the Horn. Around the Horn. Yeah. Woody Page looks what like he finished off him? a bottle of Jack and someone put a television camera right in front of him. Man, I know, I know that 
we're all going to age and all of that, but we're not all going to age on TV. And that's the unfortunate thing for Woody Page. Also, he's got a little of whatever it is when you see us. You remember when the, uh, the kid from Mighty Ducks, Goldberg, Goldberg, when he, the goalie, when he, yeah, he's got meth mouth. Yeah, I'm he, not saying Woody Page does no, meth. No, 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 no. But he's no. got meth mouth. But that photo that they took of him, it was like, oh gosh, what happened to this poor guy? Look at his neck. Look at his face. There's something wrong. I hope this guy can get some help. That's what the guy on ESPN right now looks like. That's what Woody Page Woody looks Page, like. Man. Woody Page. Ugh. Sorry, man. That sucks. Okay, what was I going to say? I'm apologizing to my eyes. I'm just saying sorry that I had to see that. My eye twitch is back, by the way. Oh, really? Yep. Went away for a couple months after being there for about a year. Now it's back. I thought In you a different in, location. Didn't you go to the place where they had, I don't know, like an iguana lick your eyeball or something? No, and I got fixed Botox it? put oh, in my eye. Oh, you got Botox. That's, and I knew it, it was stopped something. it in the original spot, and then it's like, no, we need to vibrate some more. We're going to move to a different part of the eye. Hmm. Okay. Well... I'm sorry that that's back, buddy. You I shoot hope it right can... in my eyeball. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I am roasting in here. You're hot? I am so hot right now. Well, that's it. that explains it because I'm, like, comfy. This feels nice. But, sure, we can turn it down. <sighs> I feel that's fine. Light, I feel lightheaded. There's no way you feel. It's just... I do. I feel lightheaded. Well, you might I have other have things. I may have to tap out. You might have other things going on. You all my right? Eye, my eye's twitching. I'm sweating. Yeah, well, that's because you're I hot. I got Woody Page stared. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to turn this off. I can't watch him. <laughs> he makes me uncomfortable. Remember the dude who used to do those Keystone Light ads, the bitter beer face yes, guy? Yes, that's what he looks, he looks like. looks like that and Goldberg after he hit the skids. That's not wrestler Goldberg, goalie from Mighty Ducks Goldberg, what just do you to be th- clear. What do you think, Rimmer? I've got a soft spot for homeless people. He looks like one. Oh, God, Rimmer would probably have walked up to him and thrown change at him if he saw well, him outside. You, you did that once. No, I Poor didn't. Poor guy's sitting down eating his do watermelon. That. You're like, hey, man, you I... want anything from inside, bum? <laughs> you are editorializing. I've got a soft spot for homeless people. There was a man who was clearly homeless sitting out in front of a gas station, and he was eating a watermelon and had a cup of something to drink. And I said, do you need anything? Can I help you? And he said, nope, I'm good. And I said, all right. And then I left. You're editing this so story. I went the store and I left you thought him. it was a cup of change. You were about to throw a change in his cup. You realized he had coffee in the cup. I thought he, yes, I did think there was, I thought it was a change cup, but the man had no shoes on. What was I supposed to think? It was a hot day. It was just real, his oh, puppies yeah. were sweating. Yeah, you just sit on a hot sidewalk on a hot day, take hey, your man, shoes off so you can burn the bottom of your feet. That guy's probably a Silicon Valley billionaire. Just sitting there. Well, then I don't feel bad. Because if, if you're a Silicon Valley watermelon. billionaire and you're like, I got to live like the homeless for a day. I got to see what it's like. Yeah. You know what you could also do? Write a check instead of experiencing. How about you write the damn check and fix it? That's what you could do. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? I'm so, t- I'm so hot. Why don't you write that check, Mike? What's up with you? I don't Come have on. that money. Come on. You're the billionaire on the show. Let's go. Jackets beat the crap out of the Hurricanes last night. So that was good. Elvis was uh, was excellent. I have no idea where that came from. If you watched that performance against the Blackhawks, to think that was the same team was crazy. But no, they put it, it all was, together last night. It was, yes, it was not great at all, it, like, previously to this. And then suddenly we saw a different Jackets team. Now, if you want to tell me as a Jackets fan that they are, this is who they really are, that's great. But they need to actually show that on the ice often. Not, not, not 6 nothing against one of the best teams in the league. I know that's unrealistic. But the effort that they displayed, finishing off their chances when they got them, 
Yeah, and of course, getting stellar goaltender play that that all combined to a really good performance last night. Huh? Are you looking at Woody Page? Yeah, again? I, no, I wasn't listening. Buckeye hoops lose to the Badgers last night. The three-point shot was not working. They weren't moving the ball around. Costly turnovers down the stretch. It was just not their night last night. You had bounce scoring. Congratulations. But not a lot of impact shots, especially coming from beyond the arc. No, everything from the Buckeyes after the first few minutes just seemed like they every, every bit of offense was kind of forced. It didn't feel like they ever got into flow offensively. Everything was difficult. Yes. I want to say they had six assists on the entire night, not moving the ball around. And then defensively, they did the thing that has been infuriating watching this team at times, which is when the mistakes start to pile up, it's not just like one or two. They They get it rolling and they get a compounding of the mistakes. And it's not just turnovers. It's not just, you know, poor decisions in the offensive half. It's also defensively, you let a guy by, he's going in for a layup, you run right up to him like you're about to foul the crap out of him and try to make it difficult to make the layup, and then you stop short and go, whoopsie, but I will bump you with my belly, and then that leads to an easy layup and one, the referee's calling the foul either way, and it's it's it just all seems to snowball at times for this team. Then they got back into it, they almost started to make that charge, they kept it close, and that, that play that Justin Arns had where he had a turnover, they were... Or were they down seven or eight? Big defensive stop. Ugh. Got the rebound. Justin Arns pocket picked. Then I forget who was fouled. And, then and that the was one of those and ones and right they, after. That yeah. was the end of that. Is it unfair to bring up that Justin Arns has been useless again? I mean, he had a couple games where I'd get the tweets from people like, see, look at him. He's well, been terrible. Yeah, I know why, or I think I know why they want to keep him out there still is because when he gives you those performances, you know, Chris Holman's thinking if we're going to make a run in the tournament, you know, once we get there, hopefully, we're going to need a guy who can just get red hot and hit three or four threes in a couple minute span. And yeah, you have some other players on this team that could do that, but Justin Arns is someone that that's going to be his major contribution. So I understand wanting to no, get that guy I, going. I but get it, but does that mean you play him 25, 27 no, minutes a night where I he's giving agree. you nothing? Yeah, and I don't know, perhaps if uh, if Michi was available, Michi. I don't think he's playing that many minutes. I think that was also part of the problem last night. Michi. NFL playoffs starting tomorrow. Raiders and Bengals tomorrow at 4.30. You and I are both picking the Bengals. Patriots and Bills tomorrow night at 8.15. I am picking the Patriots. You're picking the Bills. Eagles at Bucks on Sunday at 1. You and I both picking the Bucks. 49ers at the Cowboys Sunday at 4.30. You and I both taking the Cowboys. Steelers at Chiefs Sunday night at 8.15. I'm taking the Chiefs. You love the Steelers. That's not Cardinals it. at the Rams Monday night at 8.15. You and I are both taking the Rams. Says how, nothing to do. How dare you? What about that Steelers? You love the comment. Steelers. No, that's not what I said. No, you bet on them to win, so that if they do win, you get money. You're betting on the Steelers to win. I you're heard betting you. on the outcome. You, you don't think the want. Steelers are going to win. I heard you. No, you're. I'm. Be, I'm. I want the Chiefs to win and retire Ben Roethlisberger. Stop the music. NFL Network has right now. They're showing the 1981 game. Dallas, San Francisco. This is Montana to Clark in the end zone. This is like the start of everything. For the San Francisco 49ers. I love everything about the presentation of this game. But they just flashed a graphic up on the screen. A beautiful 1981 simple graphic that I would like to bring back. 
Bill Walsh entering this game, head coaching record, 22-27. and 27. Mm. Right, he, he would have been fired a long time ago in today's NFL. You're probably right. Right? I mean, he wouldn't yeah. have gotten to this point in today's NFL. Yeah, they probably would have said, you've got Joe Montana. You should be able to do more than that. And yeah, I understand when the frustration When was Joe Montana's there. rookie year? Was it 79? I thought 79 or 80. Wasn't this year, was right. it? No, I, it I don't know. No, I don't think it was 81. Right, I'm just saying. But like, I, I think he was think he only in the least... league a couple years before this. Yeah, but it, I think, you know... He was coming out of college. People knew what he was, thought he was a pretty good... Didn't know he was going to become the Joe Montana, but thought he was a pretty good quarterback coming out of college. Daddy? Yeah, 1979 was his first season. All right, so this was his third but season. 81 was like the first year he really hit his stride, right? Sure, yeah. You're looking at the stats, aren't you? No, I was just looking at his first year in well, the league. So right, right, the right. two of you that were in that generation that was alive to watch this game, because I was not even born yet, because I am of a different generation than you, Mike. Yeah, that's you right. I remember watching this game as a one-year-old. It was <laughs> very entertaining. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Uh, what's next? What is next? I don't know. You know what's next. I do? Yeah, we got things at 520. What's the things? Uh, I think you had something on here that we already did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we already. I can talk about Jamison Williams. All right, let's do Well, uh, we got uh, Texans things we can talk about, too. Yeah. Mm, that's that's going to move the meter. A lot of people are waiting for that. Hey, the segments we have nothing planned always turn out to be our best segments. That's true. So you know what? Stay tuned for the best segment of all time sure. coming up next. And is Leanna going to be there for traffic? It's a mystery. Could be farts and cat noises. Who the hell knows? I hope so. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Oh, no, I'm actually here, guys. You'll find a disabled vehicle has cleared from the ramp of I-70 eastbound at US-33. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And an accident also causing delays on I-71 northbound of 4th Avenue. ODOT crews are on scene. Please be careful in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new use sale. And start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you'll even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Casting live from the Tacoma Dome, here's Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Uh, Oregon starting running back Travis Dye entered the portal today. He rushed for 1,200 yards, 6 yards per carry, 16 touchdowns this past season. Also led the Ducks with 46 receptions, was third on the team with 402 receiving yards, including two scores. All right, yeah, it's a fairly significant loss for them, unless this is a situation where he said, hey, I'd like to come back, and they said, hey, we got a new coach, and no. I don't know if that's the case. I would think not. He went down with an injury, right? Isn't that what you said? But also... I, think we I didn't say that. anything about the injury. But he did get injured, right? I'm not misremembering that. 
Did he? Thought he did. Anyway, had a good season. Whatever. Ran for almost 1,300 yards. Okay, so no, that I'm wrong. I'm guessing he did not go down with an injury if he ran Let's for 1,300 yards. scratch all of what we're That's doing. That's right. That's right. Good call. He is the uh, third Oregon running back to enter the portal. Trey Benson also entered the transfer portal. And a uh, and Sean Dollars, I love Sean. that name. Sean. Entered the portal Tuesday before opting to remain at Oregon. Oh, all right. So he entered and then decided, never mind, yes. I'll exit. Maybe he got word that these two other guys were entering the portal. He's like, never mind, I'm going to play here. I'll stay. Can Thank I you. ask, why is it we have not normalized in college football recruit or college recruiting news, college sports news. Why don't we we say all the time, this guy entered the portal, this guy entered the portal. Every portal I've ever been aware of from my time as a child up until today, you enter the portal and you have to do what? You have to exit the portal on some other side. So we should say when the player says, I'm going to go to you know Georgia or Texas or wherever, we should say they've exited the portal in Texas. That's where they, that's, you've come out the other side. We need to give the exit update. You also come out as half human, half fly. Right. <laughs> I want to say Krang was big on the portals with the Ninja Turtles. Right. I think he had a few portals back in his day. Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams, fresh off his ACL tear, has indeed declared for the draft. There wasn't a lot of time for him to make the decision because the deadline is on Monday. He hurt himself in the national championship game. Very unfortunate for him, but instead of coming back for his senior season, rehabbing, playing more at Alabama... He's going to rehab and hopefully be ready for training camp. Although that that seems like an optimistic timeline, but we've seen guys do it before. We have the other part of this. I know some people might say, "Well, what's going to happen, right? If he, you know, he could fall down, lose millions of dollars, good. But if you're saying maybe he should come back and wait another year and then go, yeah, I mean, I know he probably wouldn't play next year in college anyway, just for that very reason. But he, yes, could stick around Alabama, rehab it there." I'm sure what he's saying is, why would I do that when I can more quickly hire an agent? He can get me some really good medical care. And then as soon as I get drafted, that team's going to continue to monitor that and make sure I'm getting the best care. All that is done. It's not uncommon. Ted was bringing this up, and I had forgotten about it. Ted, it was Willis McGahey who obviously got injured against the Buckeyes when we played Miami in the national championship game. He got taken in the first round that year, correct? Yeah, the yeah, Bills took him, yes. So it's not uncommon to see someone who's extremely talented with a major catastrophic injury eventually get picked and even still in the first round. If he dropped down to like the third round or he's something not, like that. He's not dropping the third round. That, that's what I'm saying. Maybe then you would talk about the amount of money he's losing out on. But I don't think there's any way he goes past pick 15. Wow, yeah. I, I, I don't I, know. I think he was a top 10 pick before this, and I think somebody who's middle of the first round, they're going to see value. They're going to see an opportunity to take a guy that they normally would not be able to get based on where they were drafting. I don't, I don't think he's getting out of the first round. Well, I really don't. Here's the other ironic thing about all this, and perhaps this is part of what's you know helping him think through this as well. If you were going to be a top five, top ten pick, chances are you're going to a dumb, bad organization who has problems and may end up causing you to have a miserable career, at least in part. Or... Or you're Jamar Chase, and yeah, well, none of that, that matters because you're awesome. <laughs> that's good. No, but you can be awesome and then be on a horrible team, and Fair you have a terrible Kyle quarterback Pitt, thrown Kyle to you. Kyle Pitts was awesome this year, right? And he still was on a very bad Falcons team. Yes, but perhaps because of this injury, he falls to a team that is much more stable, 
has a much better culture, and he is able to, once he recovers from the injury, go on and be successful and be on a team that is really, really good. That That is also a possibility with this injury that he ends up in a better situation. So, yeah, I don't blame him at all. He's still going to get millions and millions of dollars whenever he signs his name. That's all going to be guaranteed instantly, and that'll be fine. We talked about this earlier. 49ers and Cowboys on Sunday. That's going to be CBS with Nance and Romo, but it's also going to be the Nickelodeon game. They did this a year ago. They say the ratings were very good for it, and you know it was a big success. So they're going to do it again. That was uh, I know I know the Bears had a game in Nickelodeon. It was Bears Saints. Yeah, okay. So that that's, was I was that thinking was the it was the Saints did. game, right? Okay, that's yeah, it right. Was, it was it was Bears Saints, and they said it was very successful. And I'm not doubting that it was. I'm just saying, if I were a kid. That's the last thing I'd want to watch because I know I, you would. I didn't like to be talked down to. I I loved big boy sports. I didn't want slime. I didn't want any of that. The story I've told a million times is that when I was in Cub Scouts, they took us on a field trip. We were going to go see a basketball game at the old Rosemont Horizon in suburban Chicago. Yeah, and I was so excited and. And that's just pre-internet and all that stuff. So I didn't know who was playing, but I knew that like DePaul played college basketball at the Rosemont Horizon. So I'm like, oh, we're going to go see DePaul. Mm-hmm. And then we show up, and it's the Harlem Globetrotters. And I sat there with a frown on my face. They got the confetti. Everybody else is having such a good time. They're throwing, I mean, by the way, like, they're throwing in shots from half court. I hated it. I hated it because it wasn't real basketball. I wanted to see real basketball. I, mean, I don't want this. Is. I don't want this dumbed down version. But you know what I'm talking about yes, now. I, I do. It's an exhibition. None of this matters. And so I, I hated every second of it. Now, as an adult, I probably wouldn't act that way. But as a kid, I, I was immersed in sports. I wanted to be treated just like an adult, talking sports, watching sports. So I wouldn't be their target demographic with this Nickelodeon game. But it got good ratings, so they must be doing something right. I know this, right? I can only judge. I have I have my kids that I see the most of any children in the world. So I certainly I, hope so. I, ju- I would have a conversation, them. right? If they weren't, I'm saying I, they're they're obviously around all the time. We watch a lot of things. We talk about a lot of things. But that is a running theme, at least with my 11 year old, is the desire to be treated as someone who is as old as possible, right? To be treated like, why are you going to make me do a kitty thing? I'm not a kid, right? Right. And, you know, as, but, but same child when she was five, six or seven, didn't care as much about that. And so I think it's different for every kid, right? We have an eight year old who is, you know, similarly also does not want to be treated like a kid, but she too is just coming out of the stage where she didn't care about that stuff. So I could see putting that on Nickelodeon for the five, six, seven year olds to watch. And it gets them a little bit more interested because you got to remember, too, you and I growing up, I was more like you where I wanted to watch what my dad was watching. I wanted to check on that. But we didn't have a tablet. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have all this other stuff that now everything has to be a little more interactive and exciting. And I could see how a football game, if a kid doesn't really understand the game. Yeah, I could see parents flipping this on to say, hey, what's that? We flipped it on for 10 minutes. It was fine. I obviously realized very quickly I didn't have a desire to watch it, but yeah, I get why they're doing this. It's it, it got them some numbers, and they're going to try it again. Tool of the Week is coming up next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Watch out for an accident on I-71 northbound before 5th Avenue. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here in the meantime. You'll also find 270 eastbound before I-71, an accident on the right side. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. The best tool gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Rob... Says my guys. Jim D. Chiqua. Tool of the week is myself as an employee of the Blue Jackets team shop for trying to play you in the team store. Of course, you just couldn't stop saying whale vagina made for an awkward <laughs> transaction. <laughs> Stupid me should have known better. I didn't say whale vagina. I was talking about dolphins vaginas. We played the Ron Burgundy clip where he said whale vagina. That's right. But and I'm still. saying vagina a lot now. Well, that's because Rob said something about it, so that's partially why you're doing it now. Uh, Zach says, my guys, my tool is the Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren for changing the Buckeyes' bye week to the Iowa game. Since college football is stupid and they make schedules years in advance, we had a wedding date picked two years ago specifically for a bye week, and now not go to hell. Mm. That does suck. And I I appreciate you for picking a wedding date during a bye week. Good for you. I understand that. I will add, though, as someone who has an anniversary on a weekend which previously was always open, and then the Big Ten decided, let's have a championship game on that weekend, I now can... Well, like, we always have a tough time going on our anniversary because wherever we go, we have to dodge, like, football traffic because, you know... That's where we're going. It's like an Applebee's. That's where we're going for our anniversary. Tom... Says my guys. Would you like to touch my monkey? My tool of the week goes to my new dog, Luna. She loves nothing more than jumping up and tagging me in the balls on a daily basis. No matter how much my wife and I train her not to. I'll tell you right now, Tom. You are training the dog not to do that. Your wife, when you leave the room, she's got something hanging up about whatever height it is for you. And she's teaching the dog, keep hitting that thing. Post up NBA says my guys. Oh, yeah. My tools of the week are people on Twitter applauding the NBA for fining KD for swearing during a press conference. People pretending that swearing isn't a normal part of human conversation is extremely archaic and lame. Well, I completely agree with that. You know my feelings. I think we should be able to swear more often and more frequently. Mm -hmm. Especially on this show. Yeah. Uh, Jordan says, my guys. Go to hell. Uh, Tool of the week is the semi-driver. Driving into a field across the road from my house and struggling, getting turned around with farming equipment and just making a lot a lot of noises. Shut up. Some people are trying just to read a book, you moron. Hmm. 
We don't have any book readers who listen to this show, Jordan. Stop pretending like you're trying to read. Get out of here. I mean, some people might consider like a Playboy a book, a vintage okay. Playboy. Right. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Mark says, hey, common man in T-Bone, my tool of the week is Bart Scott, who seems not just interested in being a tool, but in talking about other people's tools. Mm. Keep it in your pants, Bart. There you go. Um, What is that? Hata Kosar? Is that what that is? Uh, sure. Whatever. Fuji Chagalia. Bye, guys. After listening a second time to confirm, my tool of the week is Common Man. Yeah, I can't. I can't might, read that one. Screen, you might have screened the rest of that. I can't read it. Well, uh, I, I violate my own rules you know if I read it. Here, just but I, you know, I take it. Hang I'll on. Take it. Uh, that tweet referenced something on our uncensored podcast. We talked about on the uncensored podcast, which you can find now if you subscribe to our podcast. You can't say it on the air here, but you can hear it there. So go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have? Code Monkey says, my guys. You're doing God's work. My tool of the week is ESPN. Don't claim the CBJ game is on ESPN, then put it on your garbage ESPN Plus and play the Flyers game in Columbus. I already pay for DirecTV, which includes ESPN. Either show it in the local market or partner the streaming like Bally Sports does. Mm. Well, that's one of their ESPN Plus exclusives. And I, your better question is, why is that allowed by the NHL that one of your teams does not get a nationally televised game on something on other than television. streaming? Right. I don't understand. Uh, T-Money72 says, my guys and Leanna. Ain't nobody got time for that. Wow. Leanna gave That's, a I shout think, out. the first time we've heard that. Great. M- my tool of the week is the cashier at the Gehanna Kroger liquor store that made a 70-year-old lady walk back to her car to get her ID. The poor lady was walking with a cane, for God's sakes. Yeah, but that could have been like an old woman in Uncle Drew makeup trying to <laughs> confuse the cashier. Maybe it was secretly an 11-year-old yeah. dressed up like an old lady. No? No, it could have been. You're right. I don't know. Maybe it was. Well, I don't know. I thought you were going to go on to the next thing. Uh, Bub says, Tool of the Week, WWE NXT 2.0 for creating a female wrestler whose gimmick is to sleep in the ring during matches. She comes out dressed in pajamas, wearing a sleep mask. Hang on. She's very tired and needs to get her Hang Z's. on. Ted, is that real? What is... What? I did see this the other night. Oh. They do have a character who she's very sleepy. <laughs> but when she gets into action, she's uh, pretty good. That is so... Uh. That is so dumb. But she's got to wake up first. No. Yeah, somebody's got to... Hey... It's your turn. Well, Come but on. you know what? I don't understand. Yeah, whatever. We have, we don't have enough time for this. But WWE back in the day, everybody had to have a job. It was like this guy is a wrestling plumber. This guy is a wrestling. Now everybody dentist. has a medical affliction. Now, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Now we're going back to like look at their gimmick. They have. They get sleepy. Like it's just that's this person has the- irritable bowel syndrome and they <laughs> just crap right in the ring. <laughs> Common Man's Pizzeria says, my guys. I want me some glory, hope. My tool of the week is Platinum Fox for being too swab and likable to be Common Man's boss. Most bosses are horrible people who only want you to work OT constantly and force you to miss your kid's birthday party. Wow. Well, Platinum Fox sucks, too. I mean, he was just acting nice on the podcast. Well, are we sure that Platinum Fox is not actually this Twitter account? Maybe. Maybe, and maybe this is just his burner account? Right, or- pick a winner. He's like Kevin Duranting us, the, the first guy who tried to play us in the Blue Jackets team store. I think that guy wins. All right, congratulations, first guy. You get a $50 gift card to 
Conrad's. Uh, song of the Day. This is the first time I've chosen a cover song for Song of the Day. This is Mandolin Rain by Quiet Drive from 2011. It was originally a Bruce Hornsby song released on the 1986 album, The Way It Is. Went all the way to number four, the original did, at the time. Quiet Drive was supposed to be a thing, like in 2006, 2007. They got a big album deal and then didn't really work out. But they have some good stuff. And I like covers that don't sound like note-for-note renditions of the originals. And this is one that fits the bill. And if you like rock pop things from the 80s, the way it is, the album Bruce Horns Being the Range, the original, where this song came from, is a good listen. Check it out. What was the name of the band doing the cover? This is Quiet Drive. I, I like this. This style of, I know I know it's a cover, but I'm saying the application, the arrangement they've put together of this song. That's more up my alley. This is good. Well, they did on this same album, which is an album of all covers, they did Toto's Africa. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, Weezer did a couple years ago, and everybody lost their minds. Like, oh, my God, Weezer's cover of Africa is so good. Yes, and it sounds exactly like the original version of Africa. Why are you doing a cover if you're just going to do it note for note? Put your own spin on it. Yeah, it's it's all in the arrangement, man. It's how you it's how you put that all together. Good, good pick on that one. I definitely will check that band out. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-71 northbound before 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And now watching an accident in progress on I-71 southbound at 670. Please use caution as they try to get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Losing sleep over a stressful job or a bad boss? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Connect on the Express Jobs app or ExpressPros.com. More than a half million people find work with Express each year. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man. You have taken the track jacket to the new level. I certainly Because have. this is like every day now. You're wearing a track jacket and your new religious amulet that you're wearing that you think gives you special ping pong powers. Yeah, it's just a nice necklace. But today, you met your match. Yeah, you kicked I was, my ass I was today. back on my yeah, game were, today. He was pretty good, Bone. He was pretty good. I, I saw a little bit of that where uh, I saw... You were down. You started to make a little comeback, and then he ended yeah, that very quickly. Yeah, I did have a nice comeback in one we of those games. We had a couple it's fun. 
epic points today. We did. Epic points. We had some rallies where the ball was barely clearing the net. We were hitting it with velocity. Oh, hard, hard hits. We were hits. putting it in spots. We were just... The tempo was good. You know, like a good fast-paced basketball game or an up-and-down-the-ice hockey game. And you game. know what? I'm it quite was sure... fun and quick. You know, just like Steph Curry does when he gets in one of these yes, hot streaks. just like Steph. Maybe he's going up against somebody else and and the opposing team that's also got a hot streak going. If like, I, like Damian. If I knew more than one other NBA player, I would name somebody. Bone can help. Like Ja, like Lillard. Ja Morant was... But I'm yeah, sure as yeah. they're going back CP3. and forth with each other, they look at each other like we do and mm-hmm. say, man, people must be enjoying how good we are right now. <laughs> Because that's what you and I say whenever we have one of these epic points. You even gave me a wink after you scored one of the points. I had had a couple nice returns, and you hit me with one of those like Michael Jordan-type winks. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I got you there. And I'm like, eh, good form. Well done. I think I hyperextended my elbow today, though. Well, it's it's all in play. How did you do that? Like, on a return? Like you were fat, yeah, like forty two. Straightened out fat the arm. Have, yeah. You must have been swinging violently. Yeah, we were hitting hard today. Yeah, he had to go full extension. He had to reach. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Because Timmy's got me running around the table. He understands my weakness. Yeah, I'm sweating from the boobs. Full on reach, <laughs> and he popped the elbow out. That's a good album title. Sweating, sweating from, from the boobs. boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> that I'm. That was a Richard Simmons workout video, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna put that out. <laughs> sweating from the boobs. How's he doing, Richard Simmons? Last time I heard, he was being held hostage in his house. Well, I hope that what's, ended. I hope they the sorted that out. I don't know the story. People oh. haven't seen him in years. Oh, really? He's yes, gone AWOL. The rumor is that he's like being held hostage or something, and once in a while he'll release a statement saying, no, I'm fine. I contend that because his, the, whole, his whole thing was yeah. he was a chubby guy who lost some weight and then wanted to teach other everybody else some nice dancing aerobic things so they can lose weight, right? So he'd show up on these talk shows in a tank top and shorts and stuff like that. My guess is he's 500 pounds again, and he doesn't want everybody well, to see him. He, he's like Ben Stiller on, at the end of Dodgeball. Good news. Good news. There is, uh, according to, this is from April 3rd, 2020. Okay. Richard Simmons headline, Richard, Richard Simmons returns for the first time in six years to help you stay in shape during lockdown. Okay, so he came back. Yes, he did a YouTube video that had a bunch of, what what you would expect in a Richard Simmons video, a bunch of people of various sizes and shapes doing dance moves and things. Uh, I'm just trying to pull the video up. Do we know I, if it was real or like hologram Richard Simmons? I'm looking <laughs> at it now. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to see if we can actually, you know, lay eyes on him. Well, he's well, he's solo in this oh video. Oh my goodness! Oh, he's solo. He's solo. Oh, oh, there's no one. Oh wait, no, there's people now. Now there's people behind him. Okay, this looks real. You think it's real? I mean, or, they're doing wonderful things with holograms now. Oh wait, no, he's trying to leave, and the the people behind him are screaming at him. I don't know what's happening. He's he's holding up a sign. They've just lit that <laughs> please, on fire. He says, no, it says, says please, please help me. Please help something. And they lit it on fire. No, I don't. <laughs> they say no, Biatch. You're gonna you're gonna make us fit forever. That's not what happened. It does seem to show him. We had you go in there for a second. No, it shows him. It looks like doing normal health things. He's he looks like he's okay. Did you really say <laughs> no, Biatch? What year is this? <laughs> what? what? Look, it's funny. I get you going. That's what I live for. It's worked. It Look worked. at that. We got, we got crying. Yes. Yes, that's right. 
There you go. It's good. You've nailed it. You've got him. Uh, Friday night. I'm tired. <laughs> well, maybe you, maybe you need Richard Simmons to uh, whip you I into do. shape I'm there. Winded laughing. No, you can now. You can't even enjoy laughter. No, I can't. You're, of a, you're of a certain age where you erupt oh, with enough laughter and God you hate it. Bless it. I get the uh, the sweat in my eyes. That's the I'm problem. I'm doing it now. I'm I don't get, rubbing my eyes. I'm crying now. I, l- I like the actual physical act of a good hard laugh, but when like the salt and the sweat gets into my eyeballs, that's when. Oh that's yeah, when I don't right, like what's that. coming up on yeah. the Buckeye Show tonight? Uh, Biatch. <laughs> Gonna actually do the show with Jensen Lewis. I don't think Jensen's ever done a Buckeye Show, but we work together. I don't know why we didn't have our show here, but it was me and Jensen Lewis first popped on the air the day after the Buckeyes won the national championship at noon on Tuesday. Yeah, so we're that, gonna talk. that was a great programming decision, by the way. I great. I, I know we've. I know you've got thoughts on that. First, and why it went down that way. First local show yep. to hit the air after the Buckeyes <laughs> win the national both championship. Hosts gone. Tim Hall. And Jensen Lewis. Yep. Well, I got to tell no. you, it was a fun ride. I yeah. think I did the Buckeye show again later that night on that day. But we're going to talk about the coaching changes. We got to break down the Buckeye basketball game. Pat Murphy, some beers and Buckeye talk at 633 and a lot more fun. Back page. What? Buckeye show. Top of the hour. Right here on the fan. Back page now. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, uh, just prepare yourselves because there is an asteroid named 7482-1994-PC1. Uh-oh. It really uh, rolls right off the tongue. Anyway... That asteroid, NASA projects, will fly by the Earth on January 18th. Now, here's the thing. This asteroid is apparently uh, 3,280 feet wide, according to estimates, uh, which is hundreds of feet taller than the world's largest building, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, in case you're wondering. They say that this this particular space rock will come within 1.2 million miles of planet Earth. For reference, the moon is about 239,000 miles from Earth. So, you know, about six times as far away as the moon is from us. That's how close this is projected to come. However, uh, according to CBS News, Nancy Chabot... Chabot? Ray. Nancy Chabot Ray. Chabot Ray. uh, Chief planetary scientist at John Hopkins University says there are about 25,000 asteroids of this size, which are... You know, devastating if they collide with the Earth, but she says it's not likely this one will. She did say this, however. She said even if it does hit us, we're actually not talking like global extinction event, but regional devastation on the oh. area and could wipe out a city or even a small state. And so it is a real th- concern. It is I hope a real it threat. Lands right on my house. <laughs> so all of Columbus will perish. Thanks for that. We don't. The rest of us it's don't a re- want what it's you a regional want. disaster. We'd all be gone. Yeah, why don't you move out to like... Well, we'd be doing the show together, though, in the afterlife, if you believe in such things. Why don't you move out to, like, Montana and then pray for the asteroid to hit you? Why would you want to bring it here? Why would you want a beautiful place like Montana wrecked? Bo Bishop's going to be very offended. You go to, like, the worst, most desolate part of Montana. Montana. There's got to be a desolate, nothing part of Montana, I'm sure. Bo's not going back to Montana. He's out. (laughs) He's out. He got out. out. Yeah, that's right. He's not going back. Come on. I would love to go to Montana and just disappear. It's pretty far north. I hear you, your I wife hear you would love that, that too. <laughs> She's actually hired a few people to that effect. 
I was so supposed to tell so you, milkmen can just have free reign. Milkmen? The milkmen who are you hire screwing those, his wife. You hire milkmen now? Today? In no. 2022, there's milkmen that We've show up We've had this discussion. No, dummy, the milkmen like to come to my house when I'm gone. Again, when Sarah's home. He doesn't occup- hire them. It's an occupation that doesn't exist anymore. And they've, they've time oh. traveled here? Is that what's happening? Okay, I got it. Oh, they still wear the uniforms and everything. Mm. Oh, I bet that's, why they do. that's why it's such a bad that's cover. So, Everyone in the so neighborhood hot. knows what's going on, right. but nobody has the heart to tell me. They've got the crotch cut out of their pants. Too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, is uh, is the sexy milkman going to be making an appearance today? It's like, no, we actually hired a uh, risque cobbler to show up. He's going to fix your shoes because it's apparently the 1800s. Buckeye Show is next. We'll talk to you Monday. Have a good weekend. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-70 westbound before the 71 east split. The traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. And another accident also causing problems on I-71 southbound at 670. Please be cautious as things continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new use sale and start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you'll even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh richard jefferson I wanted, richard I jefferson yes. uh maybe i don't remember it's one of the bald re- guys that does espn broadcast whatever and so richard jefferson is obviously shaved head this guy also shaved head you know probably trying to forestall the inevitable and melissa's like wow man everybody's just you know out here not embracing their baldness and i'm like you're i i too shave like i don't let it grow long i don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No. You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. 
Thanks. You, Thanks. you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy good. right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.